What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Straight Guys with Jeremy and Donna. Hello, hello, hey, hello. Hey. Oh my Good gosh, morning. we started. We couldn't start <laughs> it. Oh, we had a, some technical difficulties this morning, but um, I think we're okay. I can get the time, y'all. We started it up. <laughs> live space didn't recognize us, so we couldn't stream there. Then it said that we went live, and then kicked us off. And then now the timer didn't start for the intro, so thank you for just jamming out to that five-minute intro. Um, but we're here. Donna, how are you? Wow, I'm doing so good. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't it. think I like technology. I'm just not... It's too much still, for me. It's too It's too much. It's too much in the morning. Well, it's not even morning here. It's 3 p.m. <laughs> it's not even morning here. It is actually noon. What time did you get up today? I got up at 6 a.m. For what? Just naturally, baby. That's just how I roll. What time did you go to bed? <laughs> um, Probably like midnight. 11, 11 to midnight. 11.30. Oh goodness. I can't. Yeah. I, um, I have been waking up at 6 a.m., but I think that's because... Um, well, A, I've been getting up super early and going to bed. I've been going to bed at 10.30 p.m. Oh, my God, Grandpa. I know. Yesterday I was was my latest, and I was up to, like, I don't know. It was, like, midnight, and I was like, you have to go to bed. Like, it's honestly kind of nice, though, huh? To wake up early? Just to, like, be in routine and get good sleep. God, I hate positive people <laughs> like you. I just cannot. <laughs> Oh my god. So I love it. <laughs> I literally go to bed at at uh I've been going to bed at like 10:30 and then yeah, I wake up at like 6. But I don't know if it's because Austin is staying with us. Uh, I don't know, but um You're just in a different routine these days. I guess. And then but I do love that when I wake up, Atari is laying right at my feet. It's so cute. And then you have Mike with his breathing machine next to me, but like you have like <laughs> something so cute and like Michael, I'm like ugh. But yeah, but I hate it because I, I have to like, because I am the first one up, I'm always making coffee first. And I'm like, um, that's the rule. Yeah. But you said the rule. I know. So you can't I know. That. And I'm doing the rule. I do, I, I do the rule. So we're just going through too <laughs> much coffee. The rule. Yeah. Um, start ordering by the truckloads. But um, how was your Valentine's? It was actually nice. I mean, I worked most of the day. Um, but then I came home from work and Chris had some flowers for me and some cream puffs. And oh, I bet he did. <laughs> we, we, uh, <laughs> what did we do? Well, we played Overwatch together <laughs> and it was nice. But we, because I worked and he was on call this whole week, we're going to do something else next week. Like, for our anniversary slash Valentine's because it's all around the same time. Yeah. So that'd be cute. But that's cute. Yeah. We. What did you do? Just made dinner. Okay. What did yeah. you have for dinner? That was it. I don't know. He made some like soy vegan pasta dish thing. It was good. It was spicy, but it was good. But it's oh, kind it's of like spicy. it's not Valentine's here because Austin's here. So then it's like. Mm. So you just got to make up your own. So we didn't really do anything Valentine-y. Although she was like, <laughs> maybe this is TMI. It's probably TMI. Oh. We, yeah, so we didn't get, I'm not going to share it. <laughs> but we, um, uh, maybe, and we'll have next year. <laughs> oh, cool. You going to wait that long? For gifts? Or what do you mean? <laughs> not just me. For Valentine's? We don't really celebrate a lot of that stuff. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. 
Chris giving... actually hates holidays like that. He well, hates you have to Christmas, spend money and give gifts. He hates like... Mother's Father's Day. Like, yeah, just everything. Why does he hate it? Because it's just like a commercialized. Yeah, like, and they make money off of it. And it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, just spend time with your person. And like, you feel obligated in a lot of way to participate. Not me. <laughs> 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 My, <laughs> Michael, uh, I don't remember the last time I bought Michael flowers only because I have I do not like to give flowers because they die. It's just like a personal theme. But he knew that when we got together. And so he's accepted this is that. This the same. I, yeah, I don't want to give you a gift that's going to die. It's temporary. I mean, everything's going to die. Die quickly. temporary. Die, okay, my God. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, y'all, I'm very excited today because we have Angel on the podcast. Um, if you do not know Angel, um, they Get are... ready. Y'all, yeah. We had to give them a whole long list of things not to say, um, which is mainly just dirty stuff. They're dirty gut bucket drag artists from California. Although I think that they were... Well, we'll ask them, but I'm pretty sure that they either have family here or they resided in New York City, but... Um, yeah, but they do uh, drag now. They stream. They're part of our Twitch team. Um, they're a huge Pokemon fan. They got a lot of opinions on that if you haven't seen it. They're a huge Drag Race fan, which I've never seen the show, but I've heard things about it. And um, yeah, I'm very, very excited. It's uh, what, 11? It was 11.30 when we met in this call in the morning over there. So they've been getting in drag for quite some time. So I think it's time that we uh, go and meet Angel. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Angel! Hello. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> are, are you muted? That's the best you've sounded. <laughs> okay, okay, not too much now. Relax. <laughs> That's the best thing. Yeah, I love that. So, hello, Angel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I liked you better when you were muted, but this will work too. Yeah, but most people prefer that. I usually have things in my mouth, you know. Oh, okay, well, hey. speaking of, how was your Valentine's? <laughs> Lonely, um, sad, depressed. Honestly, like, I tried to explain this to my friend. I have a lot of couple friends, but some of my couple friends are, like, both ugly. And those people deserve each other. It makes me feel better about, like, being single. So. <laughs> you don't think, what? Hold on. You don't think ugly people should be together? Wait, you think only no, ugly no, no. people they, should be They together? should be together. Like, they should. They should weed it out. I don't get it. What? Okay, Wait. so, like... There were a lot of, like, cute couples in my timeline, and I was like, okay, that's, like, making me depressed. But then I'd see the ugly people dating the other ugly people, and I was just like, actually, no, I'm okay. Wait, but I think that that's nice, though. I think that's... I think that's yeah, so they deserve cute. each other. What about an ugly person dating a not-ugly person? Then, yeah, I mean, that happens. I can name a few couples, actually. What if someone thinks you're ugly? Oh. Oh. Well, you know... They should have seen me like a year ago. What if they liked you then? Is there? So you've had a huge transformation. So people that don't <laughs> know, wait, uh, you had, uh, you've lost a tremendous amount of weight. I have, I have. A, a, a lot. So you've had a huge transformation. Um, I but kind yeah. of forgot about that actually. Yeah, like a whole. You lost like a whole person. A whole twink. I like if a twink was a part of me, he'd be gone now. But, wow. Yeah. Do you? That was um fun. Yeah. So do you live, uh, do you have family in New York? Um, yeah, so I was born in New York City, and then my mom- That's where the attitude comes state. from. Yeah, that's where the blunt honesty comes from. And then 
Uh, my family moved upstate to like Rochester area, like near Canada, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, but I still have a ton of family who lives there. But everyone's like migrating to Florida at this point. Oh, why cheaper? Um, I don't oh, yeah. know. I think they like the weather. But um, I'm the, the only one who's over here. Tropic thunderstorms? Yeah. What? What part? Boarding up your windows? What? what? Miami. <laughs> they they like the Miami weather apparently. Oh my so, god! I yeah. I, would... I thought it was fine. I can't. I can't do. I cannot do Florida. I can live anywhere else but Florida. No, or Texas, or Arkansas, or Mississippi. Or, oh. sorry, I guess none of you bitches down there. Yeah. I don't want to see y'all. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it sounds like you can't live anywhere, actually. <laughs> the what? What, Donna? Oh, I just said just to name a few places. Oh, yeah, no, I can't. Where, Donna, where would you not want to live? Where would I not want to live? Yeah. Uh, Like at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, my God, I would love the bottom of the ocean. Oh. I, that would freak me out, I think, after a time. Oh, my God. All, all the stuff that you could discover down there. Mer, mermans. Merman. <laughs> oh. Wait, what, but like... which half is the fish? The left half. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> I could work. They would, the bottom yeah. would have to be a fish. No. The bottom would have to be a fish. Yeah, I couldn't do it. What, would you fuck a fish face? How Those big lips? Pit? Never mind. Oh my god. Uh, some teeth have fish. That's your breath, Donna. Okay. Uh, okay, so you uh, okay, so you actually you worked you worked for BuzzFeed for a short time and then you had did you had a YouTube channel where you uh, did you like interview what? Are you nervous? No, no 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 no. Oh. I was uh what is it called? Kind of, sort of, kind of. Well, sort of, kind of. Did you interview people in there? No. On YouTube? What'd you do? What'd you do on YouTube? Mm-hmm. I did YouTube for a while. I was doing like uh, I was just doing like video game videos for a bit, and then um, I was doing some. Uh, but when I was at BuzzFeed, I I did some videos where I had to interview some people. Like, what live. was your? Do you have a favorite interview? My favorite interview I think I've ever done is a content creator on Twitch. Uh, her name's Granny. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time with Granny one Granny. time. She was so fantastic and like I like could actually. I think like sometimes like you interview people and like they really can't keep up with like a high energy like person like myself. Yeah. And Granny was able to like give me a run for my money. So I was just hell like, yeah. Yeah. I was like she she was great. Their um, their persona is great. Yes. Um, and then hearing them like not in that persona is also great. Yeah, <laughs> because like they're on Discord, and you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Did you have any uh, like weird um, like interview encounters? A weird interview. You don't have encounter? to say their name. Don't don't. You don't have to. I mean, less no. just what you feel like doing. <laughs> I mean, like I yeah. Um, a weird interview encounter. No, and funny enough, we reached out to you, Jeremy. You never responded. Yeah. Yeah. Probably on purpose. Like, it was like way back in the day. I, was I can like, tell you I this. We... So yeah. I had an, a, a different management company at that time. Yeah. And um, they would not tell me till way after if a lot of people would send me interview requests. But for the most part, we didn't do interview requests unless it was for like, uh, like a huge publication. Like when I did like Harper's Bazaar or stuff like that. Um, 
Oh, and, so BuzzFeed ain't shit to you is what you mm, just said. No. Yeah. BuzzFeed has like 10 million subscribers. No, I, like, you know what? And I was very grateful for BuzzFeed. I, I was because when I did my 365 days of drag, BuzzFeed was actually the first like site to pick it up yeah. and put it out there. Um, and then like literally like overnight, my like social media just like blew up because mm-hmm. um, of BuzzFeed. So no, it wasn't that. It was just they, the management that I had at the time didn't understand I would have loved to do BuzzFeed. I, I would have loved that. But yeah. um, I they didn't understand a lot of the other sources out there. Like, for instance, they, they <laughs> to put in perspective, my old manager yeah. said that there was no money in gaming. Oh, that's just blatantly not true. Yeah. So, well, like, they just didn't know what they were, were dealing with. But um, I did know about your interview request <laughs> afterwards. So, um, I, but I, here um, we are. <laughs> yeah, literally. It all worked out. Yeah. The, um, but... Full tea on that, the, not to expose anybody, but because um, the management at BuzzFeed, like the video game channel essentially got like so tanked, they they didn't even end up putting out the video where I interviewed everybody. Like, so I collaborated with all these people and it was just like gone to waste. And you still have it? No, it's their footage. It's their like, footage. They have yeah. to it. So it like screwed over also all the people who spent all that time. So Is I'm BuzzFeed you still a, a thing? It. So they're yeah. they're switching over to so they're still a news thing, but like as far as content wise, they're switching over to short form content, mm-hmm. and that has been an interesting transition. Um, I like them. I, I don't have a bad relationship with them. I like do TikTok think that, content. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like TikTok mm. reels, YouTube shorts, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they think that's the future, which in a way it is. And but I think they, you know they have some issues back then especially with like a diversity and then b um just kind of how do i put it listening to people like i'm like because they think they know best and they don't want to listen to creators and then look at what happened to their video game channel afterwards the tank did now it doesn't upload yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just stuff like that but did you do drag then yes horribly though like i have some videos that are very choice online that if people look up i I cringe. Like, I'm like, oh, it's like the worst, like, crunchiest drag on earth. But I still have the same confidence I do today. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, like, that confidence thing has never changed. But um, I think nowadays I'm like, I can justify it a little. But back then I was just like, oh, girl, she was overcompensating. <laughs> so, what changed? Because I will say that you're, tra- and I, I have seen the stuff you put out, and it, their stuff is actually incredible, y'all. Like, you have to go check it out on all their social media. It's You Worship Angel. Um, just brilliantly beautiful stuff. Um, stuff that, like, Drag Race girls, and they're a huge Drag Race stan, yo. Huge! Um, but what? they, um, <laughs> they, uh, their stuff that they put I don't out know is what you're like. talking about. What, you, bitch, you are so far <laughs> up her ass. We already know this. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> And by her, we're talking about Poopal. So, we, um... <laughs> Can we include this into your audition tape for Drag Race, actually? <laughs> Go ahead, Defender. Go ahead. They're gonna be like, I defended yeah. you against Fifi O'Hara. And they're gonna be like, you're on instantly. <laughs> Yo, they, they actually would probably hate that you talked to me. When I, when I was oh, there. Sure. Yeah, no, when I uh, did All Stars, they, they literally, the producers, uh, when it, they took me out to eat... Uh, told, like gave me a list of people they did not want me talking to, and one of the people I was not allowed to be friends with was Willem, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "That's not going to happen. It's just not going to." So, oh. but Angel would be like, wow. "Yeah, I don't know, Fifi." <laughs> <laughs> That's Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> 
so but um where are they going with that <laughs> oh you were asking about what changed or something yeah like what changed that? in your drag mm. look because your i have seen your older drag looks and compared to what's now and it is quite different did you like oh. watch a video did you no <laughs> practice in the mirror what did you do so i ended up so after I lost weight, which I lost 150 pounds, so wow. that was um, a really like interesting like. And life is a lot different now. Um, yeah. I took like a kind of a holistic look at like what I was doing great and what I could be doing better. And so I think like stepping away from drag was like the best thing I've ever done. Like quitting was the best Amen. thing I've ever done. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. But like getting getting to getting to be able to look at my drag from like an outside perspective kind of because i was like i'm not that person anymore so I, i'm able to like because at the time you couldn't have told me shit mm -hmm. you couldn't have told me anything you like i i was like i'm killing it and at the time like for being a college student because i was i i did feel like i was like oh i'm doing a great job but being able to look at it and be like okay well you're doing these like cool production numbers but your dancers are out dancing you and like you gotta you gotta keep up with them. So get that stamina up. And then I was like, okay, well, I was like, the blending could use a little work. So I went to makeup school. I I enrolled in makeup school. I graduated, and um, and then I took an uh, a mentorship under Lipstick Nick at um her little studio. So and she she taught me a ton of stuff about just like she's the one who was like, you have a face that like. It's kind of like big, and I was like, okay. And she's like, you need to bring that liner like to your like uh, sideburn. She's like, bring it over there. Like mm -hmm. she's like, it's fine. Like let's just like cover a lot of. Because I was like, I'm trying to be like you know a natural woman, and I didn't have a face for that. I didn't have the face for that at all. Yeah. So I'm like, I think I, I was think like, you, I'm not on the... you do. I, it's it's all of getting shapes and everything. And um, I, I, I don't. I'm like, not on the moans though. You know what I mean? You don't like, have to. Do, oh my gosh! You don't have to be on that. <laughs> No, you know, Jiggly used to be so mad at me because I would not wear a 301 eyelash. Donna, do you know, Donna, do you, you just wear mascara. I'm like, girl, I have like three makeups that I put on. What's what's your favorite Wait, makeup? Yeah, name them, name them. I have makeup this morning. Should I do an influencer moment? <laughs> Let's have, we'll, Let's and it's see. only going to be three items, so it's going to be quick. <laughs> Item number one, uh, I've been using the Maneater Waterproof <laughs> Mascara. Maneater... Uh, what is that? Maneater by Tarte. Oh, this is the, this is Tarte the, is good. This is the brush. I like um, the cleanliness of this brand, so that's why I had the lady at Ulta pick it for me. And that's then this is brush. like a little random thing uh, from Complex Culture that I got in an Ipsy bag one month. <laughs> so I used that. Uh, along with my my Gigi gorgeous brush that I got. Girl, that's Ipsy probably the most expensive well. part of that whole thing. How much was that brush? It was from Ipsy, so it just was oh, included it came in included. my little bag. Mm. And then lastly, of course, I have uh, the Burt's Bees yes. Vanilla Bean. <laughs> you literally wear chapstick and mascara. That's crazy. Literally. And yeah, I actually used to do, like, I used to mess around in makeup a lot. Like, okay. especially when I was younger, like middle school, high school. And then I just like, in my 20s, I'm like, this is so expensive. This is so much fucking work. Like, I don't know. I'm impatient, so I didn't do anything. But I actually do have like a lot of makeup that's just sitting there. It's probably expired. <laughs> probably. Oh, oh, I know it is. But you know what? I use expired makeup. I Y'all, I do. I use it. Unless it's like a, oh, yeah. um, like a liquid 
Yes, mm. I was just gonna say if it's a liquid, I'll throw it away. But if it's like an eyeshadow palette, yeah, eyeshadow inspired. palettes, y'all, I don't care. That. If it if there's still color on it, baby, it works. <laughs> yeah, like, That's probably why I have styes and shit in my eye all the time. <laughs> It's just, oh my god! Like, actually, I just did a makeup look for Lunar New Year when I turned myself into a dragon, and I was saying like, I was doing my makeup, and I was like, oh my god, this stuff is just shit now, <laughs> and I was like, everything's dried, it's gone. My black liner, y'all, I'm I was scraping it, y'all. There was like Ooh. barely any left on there, but you were um. I have to say, I was like, you know, I don't love to praise you, but that <laughs> dragon look was y'all. Check it, ready so to clip. Please. It was so yeah. good. Please go check it out if you have not checked out Jeremy's dragon look. Cause I'm like, I'm like, people didn't even realize it was you. That was no. like how crazy it was. That was great. So uh, you, speaking of putting out looks, you just put out a ass load of looks. Too many. How many um, looks total did you just put out? Like professional looks like y'all, like head to toe. Where? Like on my looks. Instagram. <laughs> on their Instagram and, and all their social media. You guys can go and check it, but literally put out like a bazillion and one different looks. And um, I met with them, and they like I helped make one of the lipstick prop guns for one of their looks that they have. But um, they were showing me everything else that they did. I don't even think you haven't put out everything though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's stuff that y'all haven't even seen that's just like completely out of this world. But you can go see a lot that's on their social media. Uh, tell us I the out, thought process I about. Out, I put out 18 looks last year, um, but that was so I I came back to drag in July of last year. And then just in the last six months, I put out 18 looks. So it's about three looks a month. Um, Ridiculous. And then <laughs> on top of that, I got all the looks I wanted to do for this year done last year. <laughs> so I put out another 14 looks that were um, a part of that. So total would be 33 looks in six months. Um, and there was like head to toe, like concepts and uh you know i started planning for this about a year and a, like a year and like two months before i even like decided to come back to drag i, I started planning this in april 2022 and i said i was like i'm gonna fathom all these looks and i'm going to like you know <clears throat> just head to toe concepts so like a lot of that like for me myself i don't sell but i was like i work with a lot of independent designers who like really trust my vision because i'm uh, I'm someone like I love to sketch I love to um, you know come up with things I, I haven't seen before because like what I consider my drag kind of like fantasy drag so I'm like not, not quite like yeah hard cosplay. to believe <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> so I like definitely um, you know I, I'm involved in like every step of the process and then I like get you know things to come out and then there's the best looks haven't even come out yet and people were like really shook about last year and I was just like well I was like if you could only know. Yeah. So really well, that's exciting. That. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really enthusiastic about fashion. And um, that's another thing. Like during pandemic time, I watched like every fashion documentary under the sun. And so, um, yeah, that was again, like me looking at it, like, okay, I was like, the outfits were cute before, but you know, I've never wanted people to like think of me as, <laughs> this sounds like a read local drag if that makes sense I think like, that is I a read like, <laughs> yeah, I want people to like see my stuff what's and wrong be with like, local okay. drag though nothing's wrong with local drag I do think like there's a shift right now in drag culture where it's turning to fast fashion which is like Fashion Nova and Shein and like there's nothing wrong with wearing those outfits but like I like things that take a little more thought behind them like things that are like custom and like 
made just for me and my aesthetic. Like, I don't mm. want to wear just like a sparkly dress. Cause like, anyway. It's like an art piece. I have yeah, a question. Like, Do yes. you think drag is for everybody? No, and more people should quit. Um, so like quitting is productive and like, that's what people <laughs> don't understand. Um, sometimes like, like all drag is completely valid, but not all drag is good. And I'm like someone who like, I, I think there's a shift right now into like, drag is this like be silly and be stupid and this this and that but i'm like what about like taking it seriously and <laughs> like that's just like how i like perceive it i think i think drag is a job at the end of the day and like yeah like you can there's a time to be silly and this is not when there's work to be done we have to get it done and so i think a lot of like bad drag is justified by like but that's their art and i'm like totally but like you know how are we supposed to like i was just having a conversation with someone that like it's not that we need validation from straight people because we don't like i know i'm on the two straight guys podcast right now but we don't need <laughs> we don't need wow. validation from straight people but in order for things to become normalized it kind of has to go through the majority and for them to realize like no it's not just this gay thing it's not for the sake of representation it's just amazing and i think there is drag that hits that mark there's a lot of drag that doesn't, and when we showcase that, the, this like, I don't want to call it subpar drag, but um, like when we showcase just any drag under the sun to people, a lot of people don't get it because they're like, okay, well that just wasn't entertaining from like an objective standpoint, and like they don't take drag seriously as a result. Like I have friends I grew up with who didn't understand drag until they saw me do it, and they're like, oh, I get it now because they've been at other shows and they're like, oh, that was. That was not that fun, you know? So <laughs> I, I think putting our best warriors out there is always the best thing to do. And like, uh, I don't know. I just like, most drag bores me. Like I'm uninspired constantly. Like I've, I, I like- Who are some of your drag inspirations? Um, I would say Violet Tchotchke is a definitely big one. Like mm -hmm. I love corsetry. Uh, corsets are built into like almost every look Are you I wearing do. a t-shirt right now? I am. This is a custom airbrush shirt of like uh, myself. Uh, <laughs> I get that at the boardwalk or where? From a Six Flags? <laughs> no. Um, I, what do you my, think Violet uh, Chachki would say if she saw this shirt and I had to review this? Um, I think she would boot this look. Um, <laughs> but that's like mostly because like a lot of my costumes do not fit on like a camera, unfortunately. And the corset I would wear, which I was definitely considering wearing, unfortunately does not. Uh, the green screen takes out because it's a shade of blue green it makes me look invisible so i'm oh, like that might look you nice. know it could be a look yeah it could be a look but yeah so um no violet would not love this t-shirt dress <laughs> that i'm wearing but would you, would you fast fashion i was just gonna say would you consider this fast fashion drag that <laughs> um i actually don't because unlike fast fashion this is custom um oh. so the, like where was the even though that uh, this was uh, from a, I think they're called um, Airbrush Genesis. They're on Etsy. And I got this. This is a custom design. Like, there's like the halo with the cross. And then on the on the back are actually like uh, gold wings. So, mm -hmm. like, it is still a custom piece. It's just more banshee girl realness. Banshee girl. I have not heard that in a very, very long time. Um, uh -huh. I know that triggered you a little bit. I'm so sorry. I don't remember who used to say that. I think Dita maybe. Dita Ritz or uh, Jiggly, I think they used who? to say that. 
This uh, this old entertainer. Um, <laughs> speaking of Dita, did you guys see the video of the Twink in the Club? And I brought this up last oh. week. Oh my God! The I Twink have in so the Club. So there's this. Donna, so you're not. I'm oh, assuming you're not on gay Twitter. More specific. The twink in the club is such no, a no, general. No, no, but it's not though because it, like Angel knew immediately what I was talking about mm-hmm. because it was such like so. Last week, a video was going around on social media, and um, it was this twink that was sitting in the club. This performer was performing and doing their thing, and th- like sitting like this, and like looking out, and like so it's yeah, kinda not even someone recorded like, them. And then put it out on Twitter and was like, I'm sick of these F slurs and like typed it out about like a sitting front row at these shows and, you know, giving nothing. Blah, like blah, blah, blah. ignoring my drag mother and this and that. Yeah. And I was just like. The drag mother ended up being Dita, by the way. I did not know that was Dita in that video. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I didn't either. I didn't no either. Lou. I was like, oh, things and have I changed. I sure did. <laughs> I, I, re- I quote tweeted it and I said, I was like, all right, well, like, let's talk about the busted outfit and the flats. And like, this is not, and then I found out it was Dita and I said, oh, it checks out. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, so this person was just sitting there, like not entertained or I don't get it. Yeah, just not that entertained. They, they look sad, to be honest with you. They look like, they yeah. look like they just found out some bad news. Maybe they did. And, and um, like literally, like it just... It was really sad, but someone recorded it and um, and um, put put it on social media to like drag them. And uh, I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I'm so sick of these people calling these random people a slurs because then it's going to give other people, in my personal opinion, it gives people from like a like a on the social media to also be able to mm-hmm. yell out those slurs to people to yeah. this person that you don't know. You don't know what they were Correct. going through, right? And then and, it, it was just really tacky. And I'm sick and tired of people. Uh, uh, the gay club, the queer space is supposed to be a safe space for people. And I'm sick yes. of people recording people because it's not to their reaction. Like yeah. what they like. And then putting it on the internet. Or like what if that person's like not out yet? Or like, you know, like you just never know to just like you, put shit out there. It's kind of you're, not nice. You're hitting all the marks. Because I was like, there's like so many things wrong with that. Like recording people in queer spaces, I understand like you're in a queer space and like this and that. But like, I know for a lot of people, people still, I, when I wasn't out and I was 18, I still went to the club. And if someone put my like photo out there, you just outed that person. So that's yeah. one. Yeah. Two, I'm like, I'm sorry, but like you trying to dictate like, okay, well, if you're not going to tip, don't send the front. I'm like, well, do something worthy of a tip. Let and me I say this the about the I, because, and this is not to, like, brag, I've traveled the world, y'all, and doing drag. That was my job for the longest time. It's the literally the states that tip. It's it's literally, like, yes. most places mm-hmm. outside of the states do not tip, right. which I love, because then it, like, then you just have to perform and be a performer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, I lo- and I love that personally. And I'm sick of these people that are like, you can't sit front row and if you're not going to give money, which I think is absolutely fucking ridiculous to expect money. Yes. I, like... I also, as someone that, like, I, I feel like if someone has anxiety issues or whatever, but they want to show support, like, that might have been a huge, I'm not, I don't, I'm making, like, huge assumptions and I shouldn't yeah. be, but, like, what if someone right. in that situation had, like, severe anxiety or whatever the case is and still wanted to support but didn't know how to act? Also, there's a huge-ass spotlight on this person in this video. Yeah, like, it was a lot. But the queen in the video that was performing during that that twink that was like just sitting there like this was 
was Dita Ritz. And um, yeah, but also like I watched a lot of like Chicago people like backtrack their statements like that supporting the like exposure of this like twink in the club like being like oh yeah like i would i would do this if they were there blah 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 as soon as they started getting backlash those people deleted their comments and i was just like i was like of course you are i was like because you don't have a backbone and i was like it made me lose respect for a few people that i've like seen in the community i was just like y'all are like stand on your guns like if you meant what you said like regardless of it i'm a big person like you gotta stand on business like if you mm. are someone who you have an opinion on something and it goes against the grain i'm like you better stand by it then like don't don't try to backtrack because you see other people and you're trying to save face now like that's mm-hmm. ugly. I don't like that so i i just did not like that situation at all i was just like and also at the end of the day and i'm she's obviously a great performer i've seen great performances from her and that particular one Oh, it was got like the. I, I'm just looking at it from an aesthetic standpoint. I was like, oh, this is atrocious. Like, go put on some fucking heels. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, um, I would know if Dina Ritz has me that. blocked. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. She has me blocked and then try to sneak you into my DMs. Do you want me to read DMs. all her tweets? No, I don't. I, she, there's <laughs> nothing important. What are you drinking? Oh, it's a, a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> Not okay. sponsored, but period. Choices. Let's go. Yeah, it's like five somewhere, right? Smirnoff. I can't. I can't do Smirnoff. I feel like I haven't drank Smirnoff since I was like a teenager. Like yeah, like fifteen. Okay, I don't want to say teenager because that's we're not promoting that. But like younger. Yeah, I was like, what do you mean? A young Donna, just freshly, <laughs> like twenty-one teen is what that I'm was thinking. The first thing I ever drank, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, and it gave me. It hurt my stomach. Well. It also could have been a wine cooler. One of those. My were parents the first things I ever drank. My new stomach is only two years old, so this is you know. So how does how does your do you mind if I ask about your, your yeah, stomach? Please do. So with okay, so it it was gastric. Is that what you had? Yes, I have gastric bypass. So they tie it small. No, like your uh, stomach. No, so it's a gastric band. Oh, so a gastric band is when they make it small. So I physically do not use my stomach. I don't, like my stomach is off to the side, all dried up and shriveled and doesn't do anything. The only thing that does is produce acid so I can digest food. food. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a new little, I call it a, everyone calls it a pouch. Um, And it started off the size of like an egg. And you basically like, it's a brand new stomach that you have to train to like things. So like for the first like six weeks, I was on all liquids. I was just like, and it had to be like bland things, like nothing with flavor. Like I was on like Jello and broth, and then you have to slowly work up to being able to have new things, or you get sick. Um, kind of like a baby will like throw up when it like eats something; it just doesn't sit right in their new stomach. Um, it's the same thing. So um, I'm good now. I can eat most things. There's certain stuff that like hurts my stomach, but um, and then I can eat a bit more now, but still. Ne- nowhere near the level I could eat before, which is a good thing because that was my issue. Was it wasn't exercise or anything like that because I'm, I'm a very active person. It was portioning. Do you mm. uh, do you get wasted quicker? Oh, my God. Ridiculously fast. Oh, like, are you drunk like, right now? <laughs> no, 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 not yet. No, it's just, <laughs> let me finish this one. <laughs> I don't blame you. Everyone needs a cocktail for two straight guys. Yeah, I'm like, I was definitely, uh, especially at first, Oh, it was like a sip of it. I felt like I was in like 
literal i mean like high school you know so you're just like like 20 you know, like that yeah yeah you know when you're like parents let like, you have that little sip of wine and then you're like oh my god i'm splash um yeah like yeah that was you actually um, were though yeah i actually was i was like sitting there i'm just like oh my god why is everything spinning last oh valentine's god. day i threw a party and my friends fed me a drink uh before everyone got there i passed out before all my guests arrived that's so in funny. my room and I am my now. friends all partied there for four hours and five hours, and I was just in the bed. That's how I am now. If I drink at home, like, I'll drink, like, I'm playing video games in Discord call with them. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm having a, a white claw. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, literally, though, those weak-ass drinks, like, literally put, I'm so tired. I'm just like, I can't do this. But I don't, I wasn't a drinker to begin with. I wasn't a drinker when I performed. Like, I was just not, I'll take a shot here and there, but not. Yeah, I'm not a, well, I'm not a huge I feel drinker. like there's like a scale, you know? Like you have the one drink it's going to get you sleepy, so you have to have like no, two or girl. three to like get three. you to where you need to go. Oh, girl. This bitch said three. <laughs> yeah, three. I'd be upside <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, no, that ain't <laughs> happening. All right, so drag is, uh, is, is this like the direction, like the tra- trajectory of what you're, like you want to take your career in is to be more drag related content? So I do want to take drag in like realms that's never gone. So like one of my big goals is to be the first drag queen with a skin in Fortnite. Um, that is like one of my big, big goals. Like I want to be able to like extend my brand into the video game space. Um, drag is just kind of the vehicle. I I just like being pretty. That's really like what that is. And so I... Um, When's that happening? I was... Damn. Part of the working of the brand. Jeremy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I, yeah, I want to I wanna take it in places never gone. I do want to be, like, I have a goal to be, like, the first queen to perform on all seven continents, including mm-hmm. Antarctica. That is, like, my goal. I want to take one of those, like, discovery cruises, get off the boat, perform for the penguins. Penguins, back on. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just, like... I love drag. I really do. I think um, I can see myself doing it for a very long time. Don't get me wrong. Getting in drag, horrible. My least favorite thing on earth. Like, the actual two-hour process of getting in it, hate. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Shoot me. I'd rather do anything else. But once I'm in it, I'm just like, that's when I, like, really feel the fantasy. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Um, We've arrived. Yeah, like I, I put on my little chopstick and my blush with my uh, GG Gorgeous brush that. Um, <laughs> That's Dawn it, here quick. Has, and I'm just like, from I'm Ipsy. ready to go. It's yeah, really weird Ipsy. that both of our looks take two hours to put together, you know? I just, I don't get it. Like, I've been so telling weird. we should put Donna in drag for an episode. I said we should switch. I could be we me should. and I'd be dra- Donna. We could do oh. a live video of you teaching me and I'll do it. I probably oh have the equipment. I've watched you do that for text tech jeremy and that was like the most rotted day the which one <laughs> the day you helped tech get in drag oh my gosh you also if it, people that do not know one of our team members uh the tech show which a lot of people know who that is wanted to get in drag for a stream and bought like you know we all start somewhere but bought this like amazon makeup <laughs> kit for like little girls that was like five dollars <laughs> it comes with like the nine thousand shades with like the glitter like the little samples mm-hmm. of like lipstick and everything and i was like oh girl. and like a little adhesive sticker yes <laughs> i was like what are we supposed to do with this and so um but i had to like 
try to teach him how to put makeup on. But I have been wanting to do a makeup class, like, on Twitch. And I, I think that would be really, really fun to bring in a bunch of artists to come in and just kind of do their face and talk about it. Kind of like a, a get ready with me, like a ready, set, paint. But, um, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, I do have a question. Let's say that, like, you you want to get on Drag Race, right? Um, like, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not, like... I feel like when speak you want to get on, yeah, speak yeah, the truth. I feel like, Stand I feel like it, when right? you want to get on Drag Race, you shouldn't be so vocal about your desire to get on Drag Race. I think I would contribute heavily to Drag Race. How so? I think they, I think they can use me more than I can use them. If I'm honest. Oh. Um. Because I think this is a big I, th- word. I do. I, I mean it. I think. Um. I think I'm something that they're missing. I think that, uh, as far as what I've seen, especially on the past few seasons, I what I'm giving is not what everyone else is giving. And like, I think that my mindset is a little different. That's what I'm saying. Like, I understand there's like video game queens from the show and this, this and that, but like, I definitely wanna, I wanna take it to the next level. So like, I love what Trixie does with everything. Um, I think that like becoming like this, like drag mogul is like a really big goal of mine, yeah. but like not in the same way where I wouldn't release a palette because everyone's done that at this point. Um, but like something like, you know, taking it into a different industry where you can, like, really monopolize in there. So, yeah. So I do want to end up on Drag Race. So, let's say you get on Drag Race. Let's say you win. Yeah. Which and will happen, but yes. What? The what? I said, which which will happen, but yes. That you'll win? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, will you wear a t-shirt? Um, maybe in the mini challenge. <laughs> Um, so they, um, let's say they bring up your old chick because Drag Race fans love to do this. And they sit there yeah, and they were like, you know what? I watched this podcast and, and Angel said, no, everybody shouldn't be doing it if they're ugly. <laughs> what uh, would be your response to that? Well, yes. <laughs> I think we already made the point clear. Um, what is there to talk about? So, be like, so I, you don't want to inspire I... anybody, though, to do it. If they're gonna be good, but what if? But w- but, but you weren't good in the beginning. So like, okay. what if? So this is they my thing. To start this is somewhere, my thing. No? Totally. So for clarification, I want. I'm trying to, to save you. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. Like I really don't. Like I know a lot of people. Like I think that's the biggest issue with these queens in the most recent seasons is that they're they're always justifying why they did or said something, and I think that's embarrassing. I think you should just stick to your guns. Okay, like, so I no really ugly do. people do drag, but... No, no I'm saying, I'm like, <laughs> I think... I don't think you have to be good when you start, to be to clarify that statement from earlier. Okay. But if you've been doing drag for 10 years, and you are not good, stop. Do it you... is way more productive to stop. But do you think that people are... Some people are only as good as what like, their surroundings allow them to be? Yes, and that's another issue. You have to holistically look at your drag and compare it, like, not just to your local community, not just to Drag Race, internationally. Look at what everyone is doing. You, I think to be really, really good at drag, you kind of have to be a fan of other drag. You know what I mean? You have to be, like, someone who's like, I love looking at, like, to be a good writer, you should read books. You know what I mean? Like, in order to be a good drag artist, you should study 
the people who are excellent in I, things that maybe it takes I, maybe to I worded a, that wrong. But what yeah. like the stuff that's like um, available to them, for instance, like resources to make stuff or seamstresses. If someone's mm. living in like the middle of a swamp and they don't have the access or stuff to that. And they've been just doing drag in their room for 10 years. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Um, you usually can tell, though, is that's what, what I'm saying. You usually can you tell. Say it one more time. But, <laughs> so someone that, let's just, hypothetically saying, if someone lives, is, like, in the middle I'm, of I'm, a swamp. We're talking Shrek, I'm, all right? So Shrek's yeah. up in the swamp, right? They and and all they got to. is Donkey and the Gingerbread Man, all right? And none of them do drag, right? But they but they know how to do a, put on a good show. And so the one Shrek wants to be a drag queen so bad, but all that's available to them are like swampy leaves or, you know, like these are the resources for them. I don't think it's about because I think a superstar can wear a trash bag and like sell it. You know what I mean? Like I'm a person who's like. So you think it's more about the or the persona, like their personality there. Yes, there's there's a charisma and a stage presence that comes off of people who are actually superstars and you can see it. You're like, no, I see that like is just circumstance right now. But also like there are things you can't control. There's no situation, in my opinion, that you've been doing drag for 10 years and your mug isn't correct. Like you should be able to at least get your makeup together. So like, what is drag that's to something... you? What is drag? To you, yeah. I think it's like stepping into like an inner deity. Like I think drag is like, you. everyone has like an inner goddess in them or God and like, I'm a Catholic, so I believe that, like, we are, like, the children of God. But in any other religion, that's a demigod. Like, you'd have the same powers as your parents. So why are we not able to, like, you know, create our own universes with, like, our fashion and our drag and our, like, performances and stuff like that? So that's kind of, like, where my mind goes. Can you mm. name uh, Yeah. Can you name an ugly famous person? How long do I have? Because I have a long life. <laughs> so um, ugly could be then successful. Yeah, because there's a charisma. You could think of like Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's kind of like ugly, right? Like a little bit. Like like he's like an ugly cute. But like their own. I think oh. he's cute. There's oh. something... Right? There's something about Pete Davidson that I, I think. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. There's something about him, but it's definitely not his face. I don't think his face is ugly. It's not cute. See, but the, you know what? This kind of goes into what mm. I was going to because I think it's all subjective. And I think that my personal feel- feelings is that um, there's going to be ugly drag artists out there. But the, what I think is ugly, someone else might think is beautiful and, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think also it kind of depends on what they're looking to get out of it. You know, like if you're a little swamp queen yeah. and you love it and that's like you having fun, like maybe it's not good drag, but like it's good for them and yeah, like, it's like doing it's, that. i think that's about intentionality like you know what i mean like it's kind of like when dragula says like i don't really watch dragula that often but they're like we're not going to judge you on like the drag it's but kind of like in the but context of the competition <laughs> yes we're, we can get into that later but, <laughs> like but what they say is true it's like judging it within the context of like what you're trying to give like understanding your brand and this this and that and so many people are like trying to give quote-unquote drag race but are not you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the difference. It's like what understanding your intentionality. Like, if you're not here mm. to give femme and you're giving mask and that's your intention, then that's excellent. I love that. I love that for you. And I'm supportive of that. Like, it's kind of like I, I'm not someone who does like silly, can't be drag. But if that is your intentionality behind it, you should just be excellent at it. Like, that's just be my the thing. best I, of whatever you are. 
and it's like because i come from like a very judgmental latino household like i'm a firm like my i was raised to believe that if you are not good at something you should stop doing that oh my god but what about the journey to get good totally and that's fine you can take that time but i'm like 10 years is crazy maybe for you yeah, don't you, do you think long. maybe because some people yeah. do have a five year and a 10 year plan <laughs> to but like you ever good. see a queen who says they've been doing drag for 30 years and then you're just like oh my it doesn't give 30 years you know what i mean like yeah i have actually i think too what about yeah. like not even just drag but like people stay at a job for 10 years yeah. and don't like reach success like i don't think it's a matter of the length of time really i just like i don't know i'm just like but like maybe there's just like I think there is a way for everyone to be successful you know in what? what they do. And, like, you have to strategize that. Like, it's not about working hard. It's about working smart. I think, <laughs> and yeah. this might um, ruffle some feathers, but I feel yeah. you're very much like this n- new generation that's come along. <laughs> that, And you're not much younger than me, but you are quite younger than me. But I do think that this newer generation of people that are searching for the success... Yeah. want it right now and expect things to be given right now and if you they don't right. get this result right now then that means they're a failure and they shouldn't do that but that's not how success is made you're Yo, right when i did uh drag and before i even was on drag race I, other tv shows like america's got talent was scouting me out and it took years of me putting out content to even get recognized or seen for for the stuff that i did but i didn't do it I did it because I I loved my content and I just hope that somebody out there would see that and be inspired or or want to do it too. Whether it was good or bad, y'all, I used to cover my eyebrows with the like Claire's glitter counter five things and I didn't know how to do it. It was awful. But I do think, I, I think part of what makes such an amazing entertainer or person in their field, whatever that field may be, is the journey that went there because you had to learn and you had to struggle and you had to figure out how to work and maneuver around really tough situations to get there. So I personally I, think that even after 10 years, y'all, if you don't know how to draw your eyebrow on straight, don't give up. It's, it is, it's a talent and some people are still learning how to do that. But what's the barrier there? I don't you think there's I mean? a barrier. Like, I think we should be focused on ourselves instead of worrying about other people's barriers. Personally. Okay, fair. Yeah, I, 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 I totally get you, but I'm like, I, so like, for example, like, I'm going to give you an example, just the eyebrow one, yeah. right? I don't draw eyebrows that well. These are tattoos. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like, these are, like, we are in an age where you can substitute for certain things you're not Yeah, but that goes back to the swamp. Easily. So if we go back to the swamp and only maybe these were six dollars for a hundred, but maybe they don't have access to temporary tattoo eyebrows in the swamp. Well, I'm not talking about her, okay? But but it's a generalized statement, though. Girl in LA who's been (laughs) drag for ten years and she has a fucking corporate job and she still can't draw her. There's, but you know what? Part when I did drag, I for me learning about (laughs) poor Donna. (laughs) I know, I know. Me and Jeremy are just arguing. Like, let me tell y'all about drag. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's not even just about drag. It's about like there's some people in whatever the field. I I always said specifically in drag, and I'm speaking about drag because I I it, it's what it, most of my career was. Is that 
the, the moment you felt like you learned all of it and how to do all of it, then you should hang it up because like, what is there left for you to do? But drag is constantly evolving. The art is constantly evolving. Yeah. How to do no, new I makeup is uh, evolving. Like new tips and tricks because I sew. Oh my God, I, I get so excited when I go to cosplay conventions and like, I, like I'm like i with somebody that is like a real hardcore like seamstress and they could they can like teach me things. I'm like, oh my God, I've been, I've been stre er, streaming. I've been <laughs> uh, sewing since I was like, 14 years old that's like two decades ago y'all like like over two decades ago and i'm like still learning so and, and i think i'm great in my craft like you in, are and what i put out but i'm okay. still learning so but, and i don't I think mean, it could be better <laughs> i don't think anyone is saying you shouldn't constantly learn i don't think that's like the argument i'm trying to make here because i'm like i'm still learning things totally like you saw me trying to make a ponytail bitch mm -hmm. could not do it like mm -hmm. Oh, girl. I was like, that was some fucked up shit. But I think at the same time, there's... How do I put this? A... I'm not going to be the friend, unfortunately, who's going to tell you to go out American Idol and you can't sing. Like, I just can't support that. I think that is being a bad friend. Like... Like, like delusional. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, there's a point. There has to be some point where you're just like, babe, like... Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, whether that's like, hey, let's sit down. Like, I'm not the type of person who's like going to read you and not help you, you know what I mean? Like I'm in the dressing room. Mm -hmm. I recognize that some people look a little crazy, but I'm like helping them in the dressing room. I'm like, bitch, let me help you glue that fucking wig down. Like, let me, like, I am that person, but it's also the same time I'm not going to like, you can't not know your glue's not wig, or your wig's not glued down. You, you know what I'm saying? Like someone has to fucking tell you. Someone has to say it. And I'm like, I just and I'm don't like, think people I'm, do. But unless they ask for people, it. Unless they I'm ask like, for it. Like, I think like so many people, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we're in an age where like, even on Drag Race, right? Like, people are like, why are we judging these drag artists? You know what I'm saying? They're doing their art and this, this and that. I'm like, art is meant to be critiqued. I think in a Drag Race setting though, it's going to be critiqued because it is a competition where you are getting critiqued. That's different. Mm -hmm. But if you're at a local bar and you're going to like perform and stuff, no. I think like just let no. them do their thing. No, because art is meant to be critiqued in any other, uh, in any other um, I don't think so. art form. I think drag is meant to be critiqued. And all artists. I just I don't see that. Some people want. I don't. I don't put out my dragon. I didn't put out my dragon for y'all to critique it. I put it out because I was very excited about. Totally, my... but you understand that this is the real world, and people since the beginning of time, when art has been produced, has have critiqued it. You look at a painting, that, and you're that's like, fine. I don't I, know, I know people about this will painting. have opinions. I know that. I know people yeah. have have opinions, but that's not the purpose of my art. Is to sit there and to. Uh, get critiqued like i don't put it out there to get critiqued it's not out there for that people can have their opinions that's fine but their critiques mean nothing to me because i'm happy with what i put out which is the same thing that i'm thinking about totally. swamp drag <laughs> maybe no no <laughs> they're happy who are we talking about no <laughs> we're talking about sharing needles y'all about... <laughs> <laughs> just take like a two second tangent talking about swamp drag because <laughs> on my TikTok, i got recommended a book uh, that was Get in My Swamp, an older <laughs> love story. And it's like a naked green man? Like, it's like a, it's like ogre smut. But did the person so that write that, did they read, read books? Is what Angel's asking. That's yeah. a great question. I should... 
I hope so. I but can't. we might read it in our book club. I think what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying, but I'm saying there's a notion nowadays with drag in particular that straight up, like, it should not be critiqued. Like, like people literally believe that nowadays. They're like, you can't judge her drag because it's her drag. And I'm like, yeah. but that's not realistic to the world around us. And like, people are going to have an opinion, especially when you're on like a national platform. But I'm I think like, it's, I think that's the generalized with anything. Like you can't have an opinion on something like, mm-hmm. but you're, you're saying that like, there is no other way around it. Like you're, we are going to judge you no matter what, like you decided to join this. And I think that's a kind of a negative mentality to have on certain things. Like, no, like how about we just let people do their thing? Like just cause something can be critiqued. doesn't mean it needs to be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But in the right setting, of course. I get Anyways, it, I get we get it, it Angel. Um, you hate bad and ugly ass drag yeah. swamp bitches. <laughs> I, <laughs> to hang like, it up, Shrek. <laughs> this isn't the career <laughs> for, choice for you. We get it. <laughs> I'm just like, say. but like, and again, I want to like hearken like just one last point <laughs> is just like, there is an aspect of like, but. Even if you do look like a swamp queen, what do you look like? I don't know why we keep saying that, but sure. If you look like a swamp queen, she doesn't have there is a level. <laughs> well, not even that. Like, there's a star power you can still emulate that it doesn't matter what you look like. But if I don't even see that, I'm like, like I can't teach you how to captivate. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, you know? Like, there are people in New York City I've seen in, like, drag shows. They're wearing a fucking trash bag, and they're superstars. Like... There has to be a way to sell it. And if you can't even do that, that's what I'm but saying. that's not like, the drag for you. Certainly not for me, but, but for, not for many. You know? Gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt that says, be the best swamp queen you can be. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you can't take my merch. Leave it to the straight women to fucking take queer art. Wow. Wow. It's been a very also, interesting day. I will say we started the episode, uh, not the episode, but we started our group call with Jeremy wanting to throw me off of a cliff. So I just feel oh, like yeah. there's been this like energy here. <laughs> it's been, um, and then into a swamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, the swamp is below. Oh my gosh. And I'm right. also like, with a grain of salt, I'm also saying this as someone whose lace is lifting on their sideburns, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Angel, like, where uh, can people find you and um, uh, all your social media? You can find me on every platform at You Worship Angel. Um, that's Y O U Worship Angel. You Worship Angel. Okay, perfect. Th- Angel, thank you so much for coming on uh, with Donna and I and arguing and having a good <laughs> debate about. Um, I know, this turned into a debate episode, and I'm just like, all right, work. So I can't wait to hear you say those things on television and see where and, that takes you. It's going to be amazing. I so will. And I will be right there to retweet all of your content. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> uh, yep, this has been the angel, and I'm your favorite villain's favorite villain. <laughs> there wow. we go. All right, thank you. Yo, we will be back next uh, Monday. We have no guests next week, but we will be back next Monday um, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Donna, anything to anything to add? We kind of t- talked over you the whole time. <laughs> well, you know, it's been nice listening today, and uh, <laughs> look 